104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. At the moment, Tan, we are doing this. Ryan and Tanya have been thinking, and they want to know, is it a thing? Are you well rested? I almost laugh asking this because I just (laughs) do not think it is a thing. I am always tired. My friends are always tired. I just feel like all my uh, Facebook memes, everything that comes up on my Facebook feed is always about how everyone's tired and being an adult is just talking about how tired you are to everybody else. And that comes in... We're doing competitive napping yeah. for you because <laughs> you are so tired all the time all the that time. you love a nap. So I would rather be asleep than be awake. How good is really? being asleep? I love it. And even you know, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I think is, when can I get a nap in? When can I be asleep again? I love it. But also, I just feel like the way society works, the way the world works, we're just constantly in a state of anxiety. We're on our phones all the time. There's no work-life balance. I just don't think anyone is well-rested. And then kids as well. Like, it just seems like mayhem. So that's why it's made it to Is It A Thing. Are you well-rested? Has anyone called 10 out of 10? Yes, they have. Tash in Ford. Let's start with you, Tash. Are you well-rested? Is this a thing? Uh, It's definitely not a thing. Okay, okay. Uh, I thought you were calling up to say it was a thing. I was like, are you kidding? So does this happen to you? Does this happen to you? Sorry, Tash. Is this a thing where you and your friends just constantly talk about how tired everyone is? Yeah, so I have a four-month-old son who keeps the whole household awake every night. Yeah, so like Um, you're just constantly tired, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I have to drive my partner to work every morning at stupid o'clock, mm. so... Yeah, you're never sleeping. No. <laughs> no. No, you constantly... Never. All right, Tash... Okay, so it's not a thing, it's confirmed, de- It's not a way. thing from Tash. Let's go right now. Anthony in Gungarland. Is this a thing? Are you well-rested? It is a thing. I'm not going to lie. I have to disagree with Tash, but I reckon it depends on your circumstances. Okay. So you I can... I woke up this... Mm-hmm. Go on. Okay. I want to know... Anthony, can you can tell me that you wake up and go, oh, I feel refreshed. <laughs> there, there are some mornings where I wake up, I get out of bed and I feel good. I feel ready to go. Like, I don't feel tired. I don't feel like, oh, no, it's another day. You know what I mean? It feels good to get up out of bed. Good on you. And do you think, are you exercising? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, exercise, I exercise late at night. So generally speaking, um, I'll probably get to bed about 10 o'clock, wake up at about 5, 5.30. So I, I do get enough sleep, I think. But okay. there's also a phone application as well. Yeah. Um, and it's called Sleep Cycle. And what happens is it calibrates your sleep movement over about a week or two, and then it tries to wake you up at your best waking point. And have oh. you got that on your phone? Yeah. And yeah. that's making you well-rested? Uh, most, most of the time, it actually does wake you up at a pretty good, uh, pretty good time because it uses the, the gyroscope on the phone and mm. senses your movement. So it, it thinks when you're ready to wake up, it'll actually play a sound to wake you up. Yeah, but you couldn't set that till 11 a.m. for me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the problem, Tan, is maybe you are not getting up at that right. You know, there's like the, yeah, maybe. the proper sleep cycle No, but I don't think it's just me. There's no, I don't think it's just me, but well, you know, Anthony's everyone. called and said that it is a thing. He wakes up and can realistically say that he is well-rested. So I guess in honour of this segment... It is a thing. People are well-rested. turns out it is a thing. I'm shocked. As am I. I didn't think there'd be anyone out there that was well-rested. He's the only one. There's one person in in the world. Is he the only person that's downloaded that app, maybe? Mm. Nah. (laughs) I don't know. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. But right now we're asking the question... 
Who's your obscure celebrity crush? Who's good. that? Who's that? Maybe that weird-looking actor, that weird-looking person that just gets you going. Oh, just really. What is this song called? This is Careless Whisper, Careless one Whisper. of the greatest, if I, if maybe the only saxophone solo of all time that's worth listening to. All right, let's do this now. Who's yours, by the way? Because I, I don't know. I was, trying to, think, I was trying to think. I was trying to think of it, and I, I don't like. I don't think. I don't know if I have one. Hmm. Hmm. I'll keep thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably would have thought about it. <laughs> Considering we were doing this as a topic, Taylor. Oh, we're on the radio now. That's weird. <laughs> hey, Amy in Belconnen, who's your uh, obscure celebrity crush? Rod Stewart. Oh, you know Ooh. what? Wait, how old are you? <laughs> Me, I'm 28. Yes, yeah, I reckon Rod Stewart is a massive icon and people like froth him. Yeah. But it's usually people in their 50s and 60s. So I think you're just like, you know, no, young yeah. into this dude. I grew, yeah, I grew up to his music. Right. Um, yeah, and I've seen him a few times live, and I don't know, it's just his dancing and his voice yeah. and his accent. Yes, yeah. and sort of just and the enigma, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I don't think, you don't have to be, like, traditionally hot to be sexy. That's, no. That's what I think, anyway. We've got um, a message here from Casey on Facebook. She says that Malcolm Turnbull... Is her unusual celebrity what? crush? I know. Well, mm, oh, look, I see a, that is a, one as is well. A, is a man in a position of power? Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I don't mind Malcolm. Um, Macy said Steve Martin, but I've always th- seen Steve Martin as like a father figure as opposed to sexy because you know he always plays the dad in yeah. the films and stuff. Yeah. All right, Eden in McGregor. Who is your obscure celebrity crush? Who really just gets you? <laughs> oh, oh. God's sake, <laughs> Amy Poehler. Yeah, nah, she. But no, I so reckon. funny. But do you not reckon she's like traditionally hot though? <clears throat> I don't think traditionally. I uh. think I think she's hot and she's a cool mom, but she's just. Yeah, you see that? Her like your regular mom. Yeah, like her and Tina Fey, cool like just in that. Yes, yeah, Tina Fey. Oh, I forgot about Tina Fey. See, but oh. I think they're just traditionally straight up hot. I don't think they're you unusual. Reckon? Well, maybe that's just me. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, here's another one on Facebook from Alicia. Barnaby Joyce. Nah. No. Nah. No. I can't even see that one. I mean, I although mean. when he's got that whip in his hand. Wow. Oh, could be doing it for a lot of people. That's when you'd you know? be playing that song. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa in Braddon, wrap this up for us. Who is your obscure celebrity crush? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. From House of Cards. Yeah. Also, like in Superman as Lex Luthor. Oh, yes. Yes. Sexy and like powerful dude. The bold it's head. Really sexy. Yeah. I just, I think bad guy. Mm. Oh, is that what, is it the bad boy thing? Could be. Also talent. I reckon he's so talented. Maybe that's sort of a thing as well. Very talented. Or is it straight up, like, but you also like the look of him as well? Yeah. But like now, and not, I mean, 10 years ago as well, but now as well. Yeah, I reckon a bit of salt and pepper. Yeah. George Clooney has gotten hotter because of his salt and pepper. Yeah, that's just what, like, Kevin Spacey though. Yeah, I see that one. I think no. Kevin Spacey came out the other day. Did he? Yeah. Did he? I think I saw oh, something. That's a shame. Yeah, I think I saw something about that. I could be wrong. I'll double check. But oh. I, I, I thought he said I'm not, I'm not living a lie anymore, and he came out. I could be oh. wrong. I could be wrong. You could be wrong. If so, uh, if you're right, unlucky. Sorry, Lisa. Unlucky. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I we swear. will. Yeah, I thought that was it. Yeah, that's really bizarre. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. I'm excited about tomorrow. Oh, yeah, because this is going to be going down.
In Canberra's own Napa Valley, they'll be clapping. It's Australia's pinnacle for competitive napping. Will Tanya <laughs> keep being a loser? Is this just another fail? Or can she get a victory in the Slob's Holy Grail? If you think you can fall asleep or nap as quick as a flash, you could win $2,000 cash. We're doing this for Tanya. Hopefully a medal will make her grin. None of this sad stuff for Ryan, though, because all I do is... Win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> the eagle. The eagle at the end is, yeah. Just incredible. Yeah, look, I've never won anything in my life, and I thought if there's one thing I can realistically win... It is competitive napping. So Ryan's decided to take this to the next level. 40 Winks have gotten involved. The winner of our competitive napping, which is taking place tomorrow at Lineham Netball Courts at 2 o'clock, you're more than welcome to come down, is going to get themselves $2,000 to spend at 40 Winks plus a trophy. Oh. I don't care about the voucher. No. Ten? I don't want the voucher. I want oh, the trophy. Can you win the voucher? Probably not. <laughs> but even if I did, I wouldn't care about it because I want my trophy. I've never won anything. Now, yesterday, Ryan and I caught up with sleep doctor Stuart Miller from the director of Canberra Sleep Clinic just because we wanted to know how are we going to quantify this? How can you actually get a winner of napping? Guys, thanks, thanks for inviting me. Well, have you ever heard of competitive napping before? Has this ever been something that's ever come to your clinic? <laughs> Do you know, Tanya, this is a first. Yeah. I have not heard of competitive napping, but, you know, we're, we're up for it and uh, it's going to be really interesting. Now, there's thousands of articles online that say this is when to nap, this is how to nap, this is how long you should nap for. You, as a doctor and the director of the Canberra Sleep Clinic, can you tell us is there a napping a good thing? Is it a bad thing? When should we nap? Mm. How should we nap? Well, look, I think... Provided you're able to get to sleep at night, yep. yeah. then then it's okay to have a nap during the day. Yeah, and 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 if you've got to do shift work, then you know a nap. You know when, when you think you can fit it into your day, that's yep. the time to take it. Yeah, and is there those things where some people say, "Oh, it should be 26 minutes, mm. or not two hours, or 40 just, minutes"? Whatever. Is there a specific time? Or yeah, Ryan, there is. Yeah. You know, under 20 minutes for a power nap is mm-hmm. the best thing because if you go over 20 minutes, you yep. go right down into deep, right. slow wave sleep. Yeah, sleep, and that's when you wake up from that, you have that sense of coming up from really deep water. Yeah, and, uh, and and so if you want to avoid Foggy. that. Rest of the Arvo. And foggy, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when we're doing this competitive sleeping, to quantify it, because obviously we have to have it measured for there to be a, a, a winner, winner. Yeah. how long are we going to do it for? You say 20 minutes? Well, I guess it depends on the rules, Tanya. So we'll, we'll have to think about what the rules are. Yeah. Uh, what's the? Uh, is it going to be the first person to sleep? Is it going to be? Well, we'd probably like to get your yeah, guidance on actually, that. Actually, yeah, t- tell us how can we quantify? Yeah, what this? is? It, I think a, a speed of getting to sleep and a depth of sleep as well within a certain time period would be two. Are there two things we can we can measure? Measure? Yeah, that that'll be that's right. And, yep. and look, what we're hoping to do is um, have our staff come along, connect up uh, the contestants to Brainwave Lee. Oh and, and and we'll be able to tell pretty much to the second when people go to sleep. Wow! Uh, so there's no fake. There's no just like oh no, I'm, I'm a bit tired. I'm out. Yeah. No, it's, that's right. That's <laughs> now right. I'm it's nervous. Yeah. I kind of thought I could fox it, like because yeah. I, I might get nervous. You know, because you'll, you'll be nervous. Yeah, and you should be because you're obviously going to lose. No, and, shut uh, up! You're on my team. Stop telling yeah, no, me I'm going to lose. Um, I'm, no, the numbers won't lie. No, they won't. And I, I like this because it's going to be quantified mm. in a very real way. So there will be an actual winner. Yeah. That means that you're going to decide who wins technically, firstly, on the technicality of who yep. falls to sleep the first yep. and the deepest, yep. but also I would love to throw in there some other things that we could be judged on. Um, Go on. Pajamas. 
good quality pajamas. Keep in mind, Stuart is a doctor and a director of a company. Yeah, but you know, he's got style. He's wearing that suit very yeah. well. You've really nailed that suit. <laughs> Smart, casual, killing it. Um, and also sleeping position, maybe. Could that be. Does position put alter your, that? your quality of sleep? Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, we we generally sleep best on our side, uh, yep. but you know some people like to sleep front down or on their back. So position, yeah. So Tanya curled in a ball, hugging your teddy bear. Well, that, was that normal yeah, that, for that, a thirty-seven year old? I'm not thirty-seven. First of all, <laughs> that could get an extra point. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> Doctor Stuart Miller, thank you so much for being part of our competitive napping. We'll be chatting to you uh, throughout the week and having you guys. I think you know. I'm really you, annoyed that I can't bribe him. Because it's obviously going to be really measured. Yes. So now I'm like, damn it. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you usually watch the <laughs> football, there's like the commentator and then there's like the expert. Yes. So I'll be doing the commentating. And don't do it too loud because I'm going to be napping, man. Don't tell me what to do when I'm commentating. And then no, Dr. Stuart yeah. Miller will be our expert guest. You sound not so sure of yourself now. No, I don't want you being up in my She's grill. napping there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't, you have to be commentating quietly because I want to win this. I'm in this to win, mate. Well, it'll be noisy for everyone, I guess. Well, don't annoy them as well. I won't. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dr. Stewart, thank you so much for joining us, mate. Appreciate it. A pleasure. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. In Canberra's own Napa Valley, they'll be clapping. It's Australia's pinnacle for competitive napping. <laughs> Will Tanya keep being a loser? Is this just another fail? Or can she get a victory in the slob's holy grail? If you think you can fall asleep or nap as quick as a flash, you could win $2,000 cash. We're doing this for Tanya. Hopefully a medal will make her grin. None of this sad stuff for Ryan, though, because all I do is... Oh, the soaring eagle of victory, Tanya. That could be you tomorrow as we host for the first time ever Ever. in Australia. Competitive napping. It is coming to Canberra. It's happening at the Lineham Netball Courts tomorrow, 2 p.m. You can come down, watch, and cheer on in absolute silence your (laughs) favourite napper. Cheer on in absolute silence is the best even Not even golf claps. None of this. None of that. -uh. Nothing at all. The director of the Canberra Sleep Clinic, Stuart Miller, Dr. Stuart Miller, I should say, is going to quantify this. He's going to put all these things on our head and that way we'll be really able to identify who has fallen asleep fastest. Yeah, and 40 winks are helping us out with all the beds, the Manchester, everything. And these are like these are top-of-the-line beds as well oh, that you guys are going to be napping in. They're the ones where, you, like, they control your body temperature so you don't get too hot or too cold. You can adjust the base, the base of it, the head, like, the These bottom. You can do everything. But there's one thing you need for a competition, Tanya. Competitors. You need people for you to compete against. And it's time to meet them right now. Carly in Conda. Hello, good morning. Carly. Hello. Oh, she's Hi. Na- I thought you were napping. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you tomorrow. Are you up for a uh, competitive nap-off? I sure am. Yes, girl. Now, do you have any techniques, any strategies for tomorrow? Um, I'm thinking maybe a nice cup of tea before Ooh. I head in. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sleep all day tomorrow. Yeah, that's probably another idea as well. I just won't sleep. Pretty much from now until the competition. Same. You've got to stop giving people ideas, Tanya. Oh, yeah. No, hey. don't do that, Carly. Hey. Do something else. Just have a tea. Sleep. Have a really good night's sleep tonight and you'll be fine. Yeah, Carly, it's based off uh, kind of what another basis of the competition is, your PJs as well. So this sounds like a really uncomfortable thing to ask uh, someone on radio, but so what, what will you be wearing to bed tomorrow afternoon? Oh, 
Um, well, I've got my favourite set of pyjamas from Kmart. Yep. Yes. Girl um, after my own heart. It's just a nice um, blue flannelette men's set of pyjamas. My absolute go-to. Okay, perfect. I actually totally forgot about pyjamas. Yep. And all my pyjamas have stains on them. <laughs> like just pizza, whatever. Carly, lock it in, girl. We'll see you tomorrow. I will be slaying you. Yeah, hey, Carly. Yeah, while we've got you on the line, any, uh, do you want to give Tanya just a little rattle here? Maybe just a quick sledge? Oh, I don't know. I kind of feel bad for Tanya because she's never won a medal and she's still not going to. That Whoa! is one of the great sledges, Carly. Yes, very well done. We will catch you tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks very much. Copy Shane in Benithan, you are coming along, mate. You are going to be one of our competitors for this competitive napping. Mate, what technique are you going to go with tomorrow? Uh, I am, well, it's two hours after my normal bedtime. Oh. So I'm just going to feel, like, really tired. I'm going to start working out early and then stay up two hours longer than I normally do and I'll be asleep in about two minutes. Because mm, Shane's a baker, that's right. Yep. So you've got 18 years napping experience. Yeah. I only nap for an hour and a half. Well, hopefully we don't have to nap for longer than that. Oh, man. All right, you're already rattling me because I probably... Mm. <laughs> what about a crowd, though? Don't you think with the crowd you might get a bit thrown? Oh, I've got some strategies there, Tanya. Oh, I can't. I can't divulge them. Very nice, Shane. Hey, mate, what kind of PJs are you going to be rocking tomorrow? Well, that's an awkward question. I'm going out this afternoon to buy some PJs. Oh, because you're normally a bit of a... Maybe a onesie. Let's just put it this way. I wasn't born wearing pyjamas. hey oh. <laughs> well, thank you, Shane. Look forward to uh, winning against you tomorrow. Mmm. Any, yeah, quick sledge for uh, Tanya Shano while we've got in the line. Well, let's just say this. I work at a bakery and our specialty is Nutella donuts. Okay, can you and, bring some? Uh, <laughs> uh, there could be some of that involved tomorrow. I'll say that was the worst sledging ever. Yeah, that it was, was like, a really hey, Tanya, bad sledge. Here's uh, hey, Tanya, something here's something that, that you, you absolutely <laughs> love. Shano, we'll catch you there to wrap this up right now. Our last competitor, Amy hey, and Queenian. Good morning. Hello. Now, what techniques, morning. what strategies are you going to use in this competitive napping world? Australian first. Well, I have lots of techniques, but I don't really want to yep. say too much nope. and let Tanya steal all my techniques. That's no, a very smart disappointing move. for me. Uh, Amy, what kind of PJs are we going to be uh, expecting to see you in tomorrow? Well, I'm the same. I need to go shopping. I don't actually own any pajamas. <laughs> so many nude sleepers in Canberra. Maybe that's the trick. But it, Maybe to be a really good napper, you've got to be nude. Maybe that's my strategy. Oh. No, you do lots of clothes, Tanya. Lots of clothes. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> How offensive. Yeah, go out, go to Kmart, get yourself some flannos, and we'll see you that's there. It. Now, Amy, before we go, I feel like you've got a good uh, sledge for me, if you would like. Definitely. Well, when I'm at work tonight, mm. I'll be thinking of you while you're trying not to sleep on your couch. Have a nap. I will be wide awake. <laughs> don't you worry. I've got the Red Bulls and I've got my Disney movie marathon. Oh, I'm saying that. I probably will fall asleep in the middle of Pocahontas. Anyway, thank you, Amy. We'll see you tomorrow. There's our three competitors. Bye. I'm nervous about Shane because he's a baker. Yes, he, know, he knows what he's doing. He sounds like he knows what he's doing between the sheets. All right, Taylor. Another... Talking about napping. Can you oh, just get your gosh. head out of the gutter, please? All right, if you want to come down 2 o'clock tomorrow, line them netball courts, but you cannot be loud. You've got to be very quiet. So we'll do that uh, tomorrow. But, yeah, if you want to come down, 2 o'clock.
Yeah, competitive napping in Australian first. Cheers to the guys at 40 Winks as well for helping us out. Some absolutely world-class mattresses that you guys are going to be napping on tomorrow. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kid 104.7. Tanya, we're asking though, 13, 10, 60. Yeah, how much has your kid saved or how much did you save as a kid? This uh, kid in the UK, I said kid like 14 times just then. Yep. Uh, saved 620 Australian dollars. It was like, you know, 400 and whatever pounds. Just saving their lunch money every single day for 12 months with the intention to buy a pencil blend, a pair of Balenciaga shoes. They actually did buy those shoes. But I mean, for us, right, Taylor and I, we're going, how can a kid save that much money? How can they have that much discipline? It seems crazy to us because even, you know, we're fully grown adults and saving is incredibly hard. Imagine being 12 and not buying anything from the canteen, going, I'm going to put this away and eventually I'll have enough money to buy these ridiculous shoes. I think also because, you know, kids don't have a lot of outgoing costs probably so but they also don't have a lot incoming if you're 12 where are you getting your cash from nana's birthday cards p.s i don't get any birthday cards from nan anymore it drives me i'm like nan come on i want me 50 bucks i used to raid like the set of (laughs) coins that were in my parents room and um i think that's why now i just have a tendency if there's coins laying around you'll nick them they're just in my pocket i don't know what it is i'm like because i sit next to you yeah i'm like a magpie if i see something shiny It's in the pocket. It's mine. Yeah, all right. Josh in Gordon. Mate, was it you or your kid that saved? Uh, My kid. How much? Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. So she's uh, four months old and Westpac had an anniversary thing going for their 200th birthday and you open up an account for your child born in 2017 and they give you a bonus $200. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've done that for her and then... My, like us as the parents, grandparents, throwing some money. Uh, the grandparents that we're all putting money in each week, um, you know, five, ten dollars, um, instead of annoying toys for birthdays and stuff. Where you, yeah, know, you don't have toys all over the place. No, yeah, they're going to give us money. Um, so instead of them going out and buying a ridiculous so, toy for two hundred dollars, yeah. they're going to give us, you know, maybe a hundred of that and then buy some clothes or something useful. That's, um, that's a really good idea. That's a great idea, I'm yeah. Do this. And how much is in the account now, Josh? There's about five, five, six hundred bucks in there at the moment, but Very um, nice. they that's can't wonderful. access the bonus two hundred until they're sixteen. So if you like, if you put a regular savings in, um, you just whatever you're putting in a week times by a thousand, and that's what they're going to have pretty much roughly. That's awesome. So she should have, you know, like at this rate, about forty, fifty thousand dollars there. Oh my God, Josh! That and is and the kids four the months madness, old. Four months old. Do you think it's gonna be one of those kids that rocks up to school like I'm when they got their licenses, just yeah, with like this the bomb coolest car. car? I used to take time. money out of my dolomites. You know, you <laughs> you're supposed to give it in. <laughs> I just take the two bucks out and go buy a sausage roll. Yeah, Emily in Gungarland. Who's doing the saving? Is it you or is it your child? It's Emily. me. It's, it's you. you. How much did you save? When I was seven, I saved $200 to buy an iPod Touch. Oh, whoa! How funny, hearing the word iPod is really funny. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, remember when that was a separate device to yes. the phone? yeah, really That's bizarre. pretty decent. And was it just like money from your parents, you're doing chores? Um, sorry, it was my $3 pocket money. Whoa! And birthday money. You must have really wanted that iPod Touch. Oh, I so wanted it. Yeah, See, I just think, listen to the radio. That's crazy. Again, how do you do it? Like, seven <laughs> years old, that's that's okay. really crazy. All right, Tash, wrap this up for us. Who did the saving? Was it you or was it your child? It was my boy child. 
All right. How did? How much your did boy your child. boy child say? <laughs> your boy child. I always call him the boy child. Um, so he started working when he was 12. Because um, yeah. he knew at a very early age if he wanted anything, don't expect mum to save it because you can't. Yeah, good one. Um, so he, for his, when he turned 16, he bought himself his first car. He saved 13000 for that. Oh, my God. Oh, what? I know. He's a machine. I have no idea where he's learned this from. Um <laughs> But he also, over, like from the 12 to the 16, he used to buy himself, like he bought an iPhone. He bought a whole like setup with a wizard and it cost him like $1,000. Tess, does a part of you go, where's this money coming from? Yeah, does a part of you worry about, yeah, no, no, where? No, he works. No, he works. He works. He's putting it aside. No, nothing yeah. dodgy from the boy child. But, um, yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> like, it was, it's so bad, I actually lend money from him. <laughs> Your son's so, a lender? Look forward to being me because I'm just 10.40 and I still can't save a cent. Well, I might be giving you a boy child a call because I think it's going to be a long time till I have a kid. What's his number? Hit 104.7.